This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Harrison. Hello, Imogen. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm dandy. All right. So what are we doing today? Well, uh, right in front of you, you have a bowl full of mint tea. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Oh, my God. So it's finally time for the much requested tea reading. Tea reading. Tea leave reading. Tea leave reading. Fantastic. So it's an exciting day. So, um, so tell me about tea leave reading because the all the information I have about it is from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban when he finds like the dog in his tea and it's like ah oh, it's uh, the, the 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 symbol of the wolf's gonna you're gonna be killed and it's just like it's serious black. It's you think father. Professor yeah. Trelawney was the most likely um, Hogwarts teacher to be a lesbian? Professor Trelawney. Trelawney. Uh, no, no, the herbology professor was one hundred percent lesbian. Big dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Madam Sprout or whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. Bit on the nose name for her biology teacher, but hey, they're well, kids' books. They're for children. <laughs> so, hey, let's cut them some slack. It's not highbrow literature. You shouldn't be proud oh, of reading what, them at the oh, age of 30. Oh, 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 what is highbrow literature then, Harrison? Uh, you Right now elitist. I'm actually reading uh, The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath, and it's very highbrow literature because it's – highbrow literature is defined as a book about one person – who's living their life and going about their daily life and whining about everything. That's why we have such classics as The Bell Jar, uh, On the Road, The Catcher in the Rye, among many others. It's just some dude or dudette, in the case of uh, Bell Jar, just whinging a whole lot. But they're whinging very good. They're very good at whinging, and I like listening to them whinge. And that's highbrow literature. Whereas I Harry Potter, where's the whinging? You've got some teen angst in there, but ugh, oh God. not enough whinging for my liking. What happened? Have you just drunk all the tea leaves? I drunk all the tea leaves. I'm, mine's done. Actually? Yeah, mine's, mine's done. I finished my cup of tea. Oh, dude, I'm, I haven't started because it's a... Uh, look, I don't love mint tea and I've got to drink an entire bowl, like a bowl, like a proper bowl that you would eat soup out of. So you have to give it a good swirl. I'm trying to work on my tea swirling thing and as I swirl, I'll explain to you guys about um, this whole dang thing. Um, the thing is... It's um, known as tassiography oh. or tassiomancy. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just drinking mint tea, which I, again, don't love, but it's what, what I've got here. So I'll do my best. Wow, you are such a little... Yeah, I'm a whiny person. This is why I'm going to one day write highbrow literature. <laughs> I'm just going to whine about drinking mint tea and it'll be a metaphor for the human condition or some shit. Um, and it, can't, it ha- traces back to medieval Europe. Um, there, when fortune tellers then would divine the future from spiders of wax or, um, lead or lead. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. Molten lead? Yeah, man. God, they would have gotten all jacked up, huh? Yeah, man, that would have been, Um, and other molten substances, which kind of devolved, (laughs) devolved, evolved into tea uh, reading in the 17th century, um, after the Dutch gave Europeans uh, tea, 
which they source from China. Had a little made in China label on mm-hmm. it and everything. So yeah, that's kind of that's that. This is so different to our last episode where that's we spent that. like ten minutes just 10 minutes fucking just prattling, laughing about. We're getting into it today. We're far, we're in it. But the we're thing in is, the deep. And I'm still drinking my tea. You've got a tea bowl ready to divine from. Mine's mm-hmm. halfway there. I'm getting through that. I don't actually like mint tea. I think I've mentioned this already, but mm, it's a lot to get through, and it makes your breath smell bad. You'd think mint tea would make your breath smell wonderful, like mint. No, it makes your breath stink, like reek. No, what? No, it doesn't. Mint tea, yeah, people's no, breaths after doesn't. mint tea stink. Absolutely I've doesn't. I've been enough people who drink mint tea for me to know that You've they're what? smelly. You've been enough people? I've been around enough people who drink mint tea to know that it's a horrible smell who afterwards. Who drinks mint tea in your life? You, my parents. Do your parents drink mint tea? Sometimes, yeah. That's not that smelly. And every time like, I give them like a kiss on the cheek as I go like leave and they've drunk mint tea, it reeks. No. Yeah, it does. Man, mint tea stinks. Also, it's good for your stomach. I'm not, I didn't say it wasn't. It just stinks. Um. Okay. So, because this uh type of tea um divination is very like the person who you're reading the future from, oh Harrison's feeling the mint tea's effect on their tummy. Oh, I don't like it and very is much. No, I don't like it very much at all. <laughs> It's poison. Right. It's poison for uh, Harrison. I'll get over it. It's because just, Harrison it's eats such thing. rubbish. Yeah, it's such a it's a healthy I actually definitely had that at one point in my life. Definitely oh my like God, in like really? grade eleven. Where I ate nothing but garbage. And then one time I ate like healthy stuff and I had cramps, like stomach cramps. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, I have that for meat now. It was embarrassing. Really? hmm I went camping beginning of this year and oh. I had sausage for the first time in This is like your first meat product you had in like, like six months. Six months yeah. And then it was so bad, bad for my tum tum. Yeah. I yeah. was alone in the forest of eucalypts, just groaning and writhing. I had a similar thing, but for me, it was yeah, eating like an apple or something, and I went, "Oh God, Jesus Christ!" You know what? We're, um, if you saw the two of us and had to guess who has the worst diet, oh, you would not pick the actual shot. right person. No, you wouldn't. You've got a great diet. You've I've got, got a, yeah. Diet. You eat like garbage. Yeah. The thing about Harrison, so skinny. If you haven't seen a picture of Harrison. Just think of the skinniest little girl you've ever imagined. Yeah. Um, um, while I'm not that, I'm like three Harrisons. Yeah. You're, you're two and a half, be fair. No, two and three mm. Let's be realistic. And three Harrisons and then Harrison when he was six. Yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon so. And, and um, yeah, look, I'm 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 very skinny, and I don't know why. It's gonna one day because you only eat one pack of Doritos um, a yeah. day. That's the so thing. You don't I eat much, but you're going to have scurvy. Yeah, that's the thing. I actually might be the first person to get scurvy in Australia in the last like fifty years. It's so you're so weak, like you're so physically weak. Mm-hmm. Anyone can overpower you. I was uh, so actually. So you say this to me all the time, and it doesn't bother me. I just sort of like go, like, yeah, whatever, sure, whatever. I don't care. Uh, um, but recently. Uh, a game came out called The Outer Worlds, an RPG game. And I, I like had a, lo- a brief look at it online and I was like, oh, I might get that. I actually might go buy it later on today. You know, I'm divining my own future here. I'm going to buy a video game. But um, I was looking at it and I was like, okay, what character am I going to create? And usually when I play an RPG, be it like one of the Fallout games or Elder Scrolls or whatever, like those are the only ones I really played. Mm-hmm. I don't play too many of them. Um, I Usually my first character I play is like me. Like I try and... Cause like, I'm experiencing these choices and things for the first time, so I'm going to play like me. That way, it's my natural response to these things. Uh, and it's been interesting seeing the progress of my uh, RPG characters go from 
first of all, being men to women before I'd even come oh out wow. as trans. And um, also, uh, like, the different skills I'll p- and, like, attributes that I'll put points into have changed over the years. Oh, I'm really? Like, yeah, because I'm, I'm realising I'm not as impressive. <laughs> as a, like, I used to be, like, because in Fallout 3, right, I was mm-hmm. like, well, I've got to point, like, a bunch of points into the strength column because then your carrying capacity goes up and I like hoarding things in video games and stuff, which I do in real life as well. I'm a massive hoarder. Yeah, your room is... It's full of, full of old shit that's disgusting. like... Disgusting. Yeah. And the problem is like also with the hoarding thing, I was like, oh, if this thing doesn't hold sentimental value, do you throw it away? I'm like, but I do have sentimental value to all these things. Like, I, I fucking hate that advice. No, because... It, well, the thing is... You can just give sentimental value to anything, uh, however slight, and then it's like, well, that's a justification to keep it. It's a horrible thing to say to a hoarder. No, it... Because say, well, this just affirms that all the things I've got are important. No, it all, uh, I think the thing about hoarders is that they're, they're – because that's good advice and the reason why hoarders hoard is because they do assign everything sentimental value. Yeah, exactly. I'm just a very sentimental person. No, I you're not, though. You're not, though. Because I go, like, what, do you like this book? And you're like, not really. I'm like, I'll get rid of it. And you're like, well, then no one can – when they come into the, my room, they won't be impressed by how smart I am. Because I Never have – Never said that. This, yes, you but have. I, you have. No, you I have. said, though, that one day I would like a, a big library one day. No, and I know. Well, all like, the books no, I have will what, go towards that. What book? You have like a book, uh, like, oh, I don't know, I think, not Stephen King, but another book. Uh, 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 Dean Koontz. Probably. And I was like, why don't, do you like this book? And no, you were like, not, not really. Not and I'm like, well, get rid of it. I'm like, well, no, I want to have a big impressive library. I do. It's so lame. It's not a book you even like. Yeah. It's books you've not even read in there. Yeah. I intend to read them. Well, okay, that's a horrible... Oh, here's a no, product no. that you bought and you haven't used yet. You should throw well, it away. But no, like. if you haven't done it in years, you're not going to. Yeah, well. No, you won't. Yeah, well, one day I'll... Uh, no, you won't. You yeah, play well. video games all the time instead of read. Well, I should read instead. Well, then you're not, you're not going... <laughs> you, then but anyway, what my <laughs> issues about hoarding aside... What was I saying before that? Um, I've forgotten now. I've completely forgotten. That's a fun thing for a podcast host to do is to... Go off on a tangent and forget what they were talking about. Oh, yeah, I've noticed that I've been moving my, like, RPG character skills from, like, strength to, like, and, like, strength and perception and, like, intelligence to, like, a bit in charisma, like, a little bit in charisma. Because I don't think I'm, like, uncharismatic. I'm not saying I'm, like, I'm not saying I dump, you know, min max. Let's say that your um, perception. My perception is actually, yeah. I mean, what's the active adjective for that word? Perceptiveness, perceptive nature. Yes, you are perceptive. Yeah, I, um, yeah, so like, yeah, so with, uh, I've just noticed that over the years I've been like, let's be realistic. I shouldn't be putting that many points into the strength column, Harrison. But then also sometimes, like, on days when you're particularly sad, you're like, I shouldn't have points in any of these colours. Yeah, that was going to say. That's, that's my modern day, modern day bell jar metaphor is <laughs> I watched all the skill points wither and die. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, but when it comes I've, from the last five years, I've had a permanent debuff. <laughs> Depression. Um, but yeah, sorry, I'm still also drinking this mint tea and I'm fucking, it's a chore, I tell you. So yeah, I, I was saying before that, because, you know, you it's generally... You have a bowl already prepared. Yeah, well, I'm, I finished oh. my bowl because I'm not a wolf that can't yeah, hold not, things. Not a big, yucky, sicky thing. But no, I was going to say that we're not going to do questions from the outside. We're just going to have, it's going to be a nice little intimate oh, moment between us. we want to know about the future. Because it's us drinking the tea, so... Nice. I mean, there are some things I'd like to know about the future. Um, what do you like to know? But because it's just, this would just like, you know, tell us uh, just stuff that will happen in our future. Like, that's kind of what tea leaves do. Uh, it's generally not like a answer to a question. Like, uh, it can be, okay. but generally it's just kind of like a overview of what's going to happen to you. 
Fantastic. Okay. I, I, I'm oh. slurring like I've had three drinks. Yeah, you, I think you, you sound like you are drunk, but you're just. I'm tired. not. I'm not. Just a li- like, you're just a little bit sleepy, and that's all. That's right. A little right. bit sleepy. A little bit sleepy because you had to drive all the way over here today. Poor mm-hmm. thing. Tragic tale. Um, all right. Should I ask the first? Like, so who gets the, the first question and who gets like? Do you, have, do you ever memorize that whole thing? Memorize what? Sorry. Like, um, here's a sad story, tale of Dark City the Wise. Oh. Have you ever heard the tragedy of uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise? Oh, Plagueis. It's not a story that the Jedi would have told you. Um, I don't remember the rest. It's it's a big copy. Sand, it's a whole similar It's rough. It gets yeah, that's everywhere. It, that's what it is. Yeah. Go anyway, so I finished mine. So as um, you know, actually, you you know what does suck. Sorry, I'm just thinking about like the new Star Wars movies and like will kids growing up watching them now find them as quotable as the prequel trilogy? Because honestly, I think the current Star Wars like stuff that's happening right now, like the Last Jedi and all that shit, isn't quite shit enough. To be quotable in the future, like prequel it's trilogy is like that. It's a bit dumb, and some of the lines are fucking cheesy, and so it's fun to quote. I don't know if, like, like you have the original trilogy, which is good enough just to be good. You have the prequel trilogy, which look honestly, I love. I it's stand, for kids, but it, it is for kids. I enjoyed I it. I enjoyed it as a kid, but I'm saying like, but now having grown up, you can watch it as an adult and like not just be nostalgic, but it's also a little bit not campy, but like a little bit. Silly, fun. a little bit fun. Whereas I think, honestly, the modern ones aren't that fun. They're all kind of like a bit dark, a bit serious, you know. No, we're just like, you know what I mean? It's just honestly feels like to me um, mediocre and the type of mov- mediocre that most movies are. Like good enough that people will go to see them or stream them on Netflix. Not good enough to be any, like actually good and good enough for a bunch of sequels to be made. Anyway, so as you finish your tea, I'll look at mine so the way that you read tea leaves is that you go around from the top, like the brim of your cup, right. How am I and to spiral like down. Drink the last bit of. Water so you drink the water, so you spin it and you drink it and like you keep doing it until like you have. But then I'll drink lots of leaves with the water as I drink. Just you have to kind of like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Grow up. Sluice. Oh yeah, grow up. I guess is good as any. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what you okay, asked me to okay, do. Okay, okay, okay. Harrison was just spinning and drinking at the same time in kind you of amusing... You said you were supposed to slope and drink at no, the same cause time. No, because like... Because otherwise the leaves won't actually move anywhere. They'll just be collected so you, you at the drink, bottom of the so cup. So you just have to like... Bowl. You spin it and then have like... So enough so that some of the leaves get left behind. Yeah, um, I reckon this is fine. And just spin it. Then all the leaves just collect and still like pull at the bottom. I don't... Um, all right, that's good enough. <laughs> Tea leaves in my mouth. Yucky. Yum. All right. So what questions about the future would you like to have answered, Imogen? I'm, just, I'm using mine as a general overview for my future. I'm oh, has my, I have my mind oh. open. Oh. Um, and so, oh, God. What? You're supposed to start that at the rim with the handle of the cup. The thing is, I use bowls, so there's no handle. handle. Okay. Well, we'll just pick a random spot. Because a random spot. And I want to pick uh, the spot where my finger is right now, and I'm... Going around, I'm going around, I'm going around. I have a shape and it looks like a rooster. And I think roosters. No, it does a bit. It does. I, I, uh, that's, yeah, I think a valid interpretation. I'm going to say this rooster. Are you going to take a photo of it so people can see yeah, your tea leaves on Instagram at PredictPod? At PredictPod. I think um, this rooster, I mean, that means obviously new beginnings, right? The rooster. Oh, yeah. Start of the day. Dawn, start of the day. Dawn. New beginnings. Look what cockatoo oh, would do. Interesting. New beginnings. So, what does that mean for you? And new also, beginnings? Th- like virility, because it's like a rooster. It's a cock of the day. Oh, right. And so, what, you're going to get pregnant? And I want you to impregnate me. Oh, me specifically? Yeah. So, <laughs> this is a proposal that you're floating to me right now yep. on the podcast. Yeah. You want me to impregnate you? Yeah. All 
All right. Audio of that can be found but for oh Patreon Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I think new beginnings, a fresh start, <laughs> getting a good night's yeah. sleep. Yeah. Um, so, so that's my new future, which makes sense because, like, I, I think I'm starting a bit of my life that mm-hmm. – like, sorry, a bit, I mean, phase of my life that's full of beginnings. Although, is there ever, like, a phrase of your life that you don't have new beginnings, you know? Harrison – No, you've always got to have new beginnings, right? Right, like, that's kind of – Things have to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, then I travel further down. I get to think something that looks like a witch that's been dismembered. Where are you seeing that? So, see. Mm. Here, a little pointy bit. Um, mm-hmm. That's a witch's hat. There's a witch's broom. I'm like, then there can be a witch's body, but it's all separated. So, she's been a witch that's been sure. ripped apart. Okay. And I reckon that means... Well, like, what do you think a witch would mean? I mean, which is usually a symbol of feminism. That's what I thought. Like, right? like so, feminism. Yeah. I think I like social collectivism. You know what I think feminism. that means? What? I am going to get cancelled. So your new beginning is that you're going to bear my child and then mm-hmm. be cancelled for it. Mm-hmm. You're going to give birth to the Antichrist or something. I'm going to give birth to a very sec- uh, yucky, yucky young thing. I think. Yeah. No, but it's my. It's still like pretty close to the brim, so it's still my near future. Oh. So I think, a couple of months after that, you know, had a. Had a baby. It was great. Thank, thank you. I appreciated it. Um, it was good fun. And then right. I start to make it into, like, like I, I raise it with really strict gender roles. Oh. Like, really oh, unflinching. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Also, my kid as well. That would be so funny. Because that kid's going to end up being, oh, yeah. being all sorts of uh, confused. Following it a little further down, I see a bat. That is bringing of the night. So that's when that kid dies. Because then, the, you know, the rooster was the morning when I had the kid. That comes at twilight. Mm-hmm. That's the leaving of the kid. Oh, the kid will run away. Oh, well, not run away. It'll be a baby that It'll can't be crawl. Like a toddler, like, like, we're going further down in the carpet. services? No, I think I'm going to murder it, right? Like Oh. Again, thank you for f- letting me know yeah, and, that and you're going to bear my event. child and kill it. Thank you. I go further down. I see a squid. Uh-huh. I think that means I go deep undercover because I run away from after I've uh, buried your child. I you know I dive beneath the waves, and I go down into uh, the darkness of the deep ocean. By the way, have you seen that clip of all the squids eating the whale at the bottom no, of the ocean? That sounds exciting. It was very cool. That sounds. I'm very, very cool. into that. I keep going down, and I'm at the center now, and um, it looks a bit like. Fly, maybe. Where's this? The very bottom of the, the bowl. Very bottom of the bowl. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, maybe this is kind of a, a shape a above the bottom of it, which might be like not the my well, very which far. Which is the point where you started? You started at the rooster. So, so I go. I went to rooster, which, yeah. Then bat. Then I went squid. And now I can get to like this stage. Kind of looks mm-hmm. like a a girl wearing a cloak. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's like a red riding hood, and but now I'm the wolf, and I kill another kid. It's not even mine this time. I just do it. So you develop a taste for it. Yeah. Well. Um, and then we go on to a bit where it looks like a, a frog. That means good luck. Oh, that's nice. I know that. Why does a frog mean good luck? Because frogs are great. Fair enough. Love a frog. I don't actually. I get kind of creeped out. I'll kill by you. Frog, frogs. You? Why? I don't know. Well, I, I hate cane toads. And I just think frogs, I just associate with like that same sort of thing. They're yucky things. Don't like them. Um, and then I get to a stage where it kind of looks like um, uh, uh, 
bumper sticker on a truck of a chick silhouette. You know the ones? Oh, my God, it totally does. But her head's cut off. Oh, no. Maybe that's hopefully how I die. As a sexy chick. As a sexy chick killed by a trucker. Fair enough. Then we get to the point. Oh, we're still, oh, my God. And then then we're now at the centre. And it looks a bit like a like a galleon ship with these things. Yes, it and does. that's how I get sent to Valhalla because they did a great job. Oh, right. Did a great job murdering because all those kids. I, reckon I think it looks Valhalla. more like a hand. It looks more like a handprint. Because she's got a red right hand. Doing oh, that's a, yeah, a little bit of a care of. No, but it does, doesn't it? It looks like a bit of a, got a thumbprint. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, but I, but see, that doesn't work with my... Cause I thought... Okay. Because I thought... Valhalla ship works also. Yeah, but no, and I think red right hand, and I think it's because they caught me red-handed mid-child murder, and that's why I was killed. Maybe you're a trucker who kills a sexy woman. No, I don't think that's true. You don't true. want that to be the end I of the I don't want to be, yeah. I'll kill a chick. Like a, uh, You'll kill sorry. two babies. I'll kill babies. That's fine. You're going to kill hot chicks. No. Right. I'm not a monster. That would be too what, like Patrick Bateman of you? Yeah. Been done. Yes. American Psycho. Oh, okay. Yeah. And right. now I'm going to pull myself another cup. Just have another cup. Oh, God. I actually... I'm about to say, because I just drank all of that mint tea, I actually might need a break to go use the restroom. <laughs> you really? And I can divine my future based off what I see at the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> all right, so That's I That's disgusting. <laughs> really? That just ran through uh, you? Yeah. I, I, you've <laughs> said, okay, in the past I've said, I think I digest things like within the no, few minutes. No, no. You'd be like, no. That's absolutely, you don't. You but don't. Then I'll eat nothing for like multiple days and then I'll eat something and then I'll need to go to the toilet like immediately. So it's like, mm. I think it's because your body shuts down and all of a sudden like you, oh, as soon as you put it in, it's like, oh fuck. Again. Oh boy. All okay. right, so I'll be right back, dear listeners. See you Apologies. Guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, maybe. Alrighty. Hello. Oh, Welcome back, back from the base. Back from uh, my the break. expedition. The break. Right here. So I've got, a, I've got a fucking bowl of tea here. I'm excited that I'm I'm happy for you. I'm now I'm gonna use there's this one bit of tea leaf that is flicked onto the outside of the bowl, so I'm gonna use that as my point of reference. And go from here. So what I'm seeing is this is gonna sound dumb because I know I'm looking at leaves, but this thing here looks like a tree. It looks oh, like it has actually got like a, a trunk. Like there's a bit of tea leaf that's like brown and long, like a stick, and it's formed like a trunk of a tree with like leaf branches and stuff. Again, I will take a very close photo of it so that you know I'm not completely crazy. This is a tree. You can't tell me it doesn't look like a tree. I'm so alone to do and got another photo. So yeah, I've got tree. Uh, so what do we think a tree means? Fertility. Okay. I mean, usually trees, like, I'm thinking of, like, tarot honestly, cards, usually plants honestly, and things are associated honestly, with fertility. Honestly, like, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, fertility, I'm going to get you pregnant. So that's I'll get, honestly, yeah. That's what were you going to say, though, before that? I was going to say Garden of Eden, you know, temptation, all that Temptation chat. to get you pregnant. <laughs> there you go. Boom. And a temptation that you succumb to. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a temptation I'm going to succumb to anytime soon. But, hey, this is the future, and I don't get to decide my own fate. It's... Out of my hands, it's in the hands of the tea leaves. Mm-hmm. So and um, Saint Michael, and Saint Michael. Next, we have now this shape here. Would you count these two bits together, or just this bit here? Well, let me place it more. Oh God, I didn't take a photo of my actual tea. Li- you didn't take a photo. I didn't take a photo. You didn't take a photo. I didn't. Take I remember a photo. What I even reminded you. I know you did. Take a photo of it. Then I just it was I got swept you up. Didn't. Oh no, you I just got swept up in the joy. Take our word for it. Well, this way, I think now we have plausible deniability if um, our fortune of you being pregnant doesn't come true. 
No, but that one people will be like, wait, hold oh. up a second. Weren't you supposed to be pregnant by now? And we can be like, well, I guess we just didn't see the, the patterns right. And people can go like... Yeah, but that's silly because we, uh, we, we are supposed to be divination hosts. Well, no, also, you're going to get me pregnant. like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my fortune's now uh, confirming that. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, this next shape... Can I be honest? I'm just seeing this bit here. Well, should these bits be like together, do you think? I've got these two clumps of shapes. I think no, because you're going Separate? in a spiral okay. around. Well, then here I just see the letter H. No, I can see... Um, I see the letter H. A stick figure of like a... I see H. Where's the stick oh figure? Oh, a cross. I think it's a cross Could coming a out cr- of ground, like a graveyard. Oh... So that's going to be me mourning your death. Yes. So you're going to do this whole having whacking out two kids and um, dying pretty darn quickly. I'm going to leave like and have like a whirlwind ride of like killing kids, having kids, beheading, getting beheaded at a truck stop, gum, and then um, sailing on into Valhalla. Like that's within like within like hey like three months. I love that. I love that journey for you. Thank you. Um, next, we've got just like a whole lot of nothing really. Mm-hmm. There's little specks and specks of individual mm-hmm. tea leaves. So I think my life will just sort of have no meaning without you. It'll just be endless, uh, just a void of nothingness. And then we have. Hey, where did you mourn your kid? Maybe the faint graveyard was when you mourned the kid. Oh, that I murdered. My kid. Yeah, my kid that you and I had together that you murdered. So we keep going around, quite frankly, and there's. A whole Oops. lot of nothing until we start getting to this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. This mess. Hmm. I'm looking at it now. And I'm seeing a blob of tea leaves. I honestly was going to make that joke and I was like, no, too shit. It's too shit. I don't know. What do you see there then? I see, Um, I can see a bird perched on a branch and it's looking at like a monument. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, c- I guess I can see that as well. Yeah, a bird perched on a tree looking at a monument. Now, what does that mean? What does that symbol mean? What do birds mean usually? A bird You're the creative writer. You're the divination. This is your uh, fortune telling. We're both divination We're people. both, Yana. We're both excellent divination hosts. Look, a bird is a symbol of what? Knowledge? Like, because auguries and stuff like that, maybe? Yeah, okay, yeah. That can be symbolic of predicting the future in and of yeah. itself. So maybe I'm looking out... You're the bird. The leg- I'm the bird looking out. You're the, the branch. The bird's on you. Oh. The monument's too. Um, I was going to say maybe the monument that I'm looking out on is the legacy of this podcast now that it's now that you're, you've been beheaded. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking out on the this beacon of knowledge that it once was. I mean, you'll get some good think pieces out of it. Get some, oh, I'm going to write some fucking excellent medium.com articles <laughs> if you ever kill my kid and then die at a truck stop. And then we get to the middle bit. Oh my God, Harrison, you just had a Freudian slip that's opened this thing wide open. I broke this thing wide open. What happened? What? said, kill my kitten. Maybe. I said, kid. No, you said kitten. No. So maybe it's not actually a real life human baby. Maybe but it's, it's parsnip. Our maybe it's our kitty. fur baby. Oh, God. And maybe, it, Harrison, I could kill her. That's what it's saying. I'm going to get my little kitty. I'm going to drop her down a well. See, the thing is, I know you wouldn't do that. Yeah, I know you like it. As an much. accident. As an accident. I trip and she goes into the stove and t- goes on fire. Jesus Christ. And what would even what would our relationship even look like post that terrible cat accident? It would be kind of like hereditary. 
You know the movie Hereditary, where or it's like Ruby Moon. How can you love? I've never seen Ruby Moon. It's a Ruby play. Moon. It's an Australian Australian gothic play. Oh, okay. All I know is in Hereditary, like if you're if you were the mum of some of like a kid, and then one of your other kids killed that other kid, you'd be like, oh, I love you, but also, you know, every time I look at you, you remind me of the fact that you killed my other kid. If you killed Parson, I'd be no. like, oh, I love you, but every time see, I see I you, see, I see Parson's decapitated head. See, I know you think that, but I reckon party. I reckon if it was a malicious killing. Mm. You, I don't know. Actually, who knows? I was because I was gonna, I was gonna go real deep into if what it was my theories were. Killing it would be exciting, honestly, <laughs> more than anything else. I'd be like, wow, yuck, what's happened? You oh my god, drama. drama! Oh my god, get keen star on this, <laughs> world star. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and f- as for this middle shape, I see the world star logo. Oh my god, no, um, I see, I see a tent. Mm. I see a tent and a campfire. Oh, that's nice. Tent, campfire. Oh, that's nice. So, so maybe you get like finally at peace, or maybe you run away from society. That's a very literal meaning, yeah, running away from society. But it could just be that I find inner peace. Oh yeah, and tranquility. Cute. Or maybe you become like an animal, like you have to you run oh. away from like your own like societal pressures and your oh. own you know conditioning. So you yeah. suddenly become like a little. Rat. I mean, you could say I do that by. A trans woman, but uh, I would say that you do that by not being polite to other people or respecting the dignity of human life. I think I generally do that day by, to day. Um, <laughs> you're really painting a picture of me that I think is not accurate. I respect mm. some people. Mm. I respect some people. Who do you I respect? Um, women, <laughs> because I'm a feminist. Um, no, and I, res- I most of all I respect any bartenders. Yeah. Truly, no, like yeah, it's not that's a joke. true. That, oh, uh, that's not a joke. I, I really like, I don't know, like, like, because I've worked in retail. I work in retail still. And so, like, if I see another, because honestly, most retail workers do not impress me. Oh, what? You know what, actually? Yeah. I'm going to have a little rant. Yeah. I'm really sick of, like, going into a retail store and the staff there just kind of act very disinterested or it's fine if you're not helpful because you might not, like, know what you're doing. Or not. That's cool. I'm cool with that. You're just drinking tea straight out of the kettle. That's so gross. Your mouth's like puckered around the, the mouth, the spout of the kettle, and you're just fully drinking right out of it. That's foul. That's foul. You're disgusting. Okay, how about a? Here's a little um, photo for the podcast. I think you just straight out drinking out of that. You glutton. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, but uh, yeah. So retail stuff because they're too often. I couldn't drink out my bowl because I've already set it I've up. Already drunk out. Oh, that's fair. You didn't need to drink more tea, but. What am I going to do with all this tea? Tip it out later. Anyway, as I was saying, yeah, retail stuff. Just yeah, very often you go into a place and it must yeah, be I'm like listening. I'm listening. not very good and oh my god, disgusting. <laughs> they just be like, yeah, kind of like not very good and just like they like act like sort of disinterested as though it's cool and you're like, I mean, actually, it's kind of like part of what you're supposed to be doing is being positive and nice when people come in. Like, I don't know. It's just like, just be a bit bright and jubilous when people come in, regardless of where you're working. Like, just, yeah. Whereas bartending staff always seem to just be like, nice and happy enough and willing to put up with a whole bunch of drunk people. Like, I just, they're real heroes. They're heroes. Do you think you have a face and general disp- like disposition. disposition that bartenders like or hate? Um, I think I... I think generally it's okay, but if you if one of my eyelids is lower than the other one, then it's like, oh, he's drunk, and or she's drunk, whatever. And um, 
that's going to be a hassle. But no, you I think bartenders God. generally like me um, because sometimes, uh, I don't know if I've said this already on the podcast, but I sometimes when I go into a bar and it's too loud mm. and I can't hear, I can't talk to the bartender. Because like sometimes you'll go and you'll be like, oh, get me this. And they'll be like, oh, we don't have that. And you have, a, have to have a bit of back and forth. So to avoid that, to avoid not being able to hear, hear, hear them, I will type out in the notes app of my phone, oh, I'm sorry, I'm like partially deaf. <laughs> really? Ty- yeah, and I'll type out my uh, order on the thing. Wait, oh, I'm so, so sorry. You, so you just fully lie? I fully lie about being partially Wait, deaf. Wait, I never knew this. Yeah. Wait, no, I think this is a bad I, no, person I, thing to I do, maybe. No, I didn't say it was a good person thing to do. But then the bartender sees it and they smile, give me a thumbs up usually, and then just go and get the thing. And then I like, you know, pay with my card. And there's none of that awkward like, wait, what did you say? No, we don't have this. Oh, none of that. And then they can like easily read. Because there's also been times sometimes where you say an order, or, like you say what drink you want and they don't quite hear because again, it's loud and like there's people yelling and music and everything. It's very loud night. It's like 1am at a nightclub. Um, and this avoids any of that. It's just like, oh yeah. I no. don't know Yeah, if that's a good thing to do. I See, that's the thing. I wondered too. Because here's the thing. Normally I'd be like, oh, it's kind of a shitty thing to do. You shouldn't do that. But every time I do it, I'm drunk at a nightclub at 1am. So you just become a bad person so I just become a drunk. bad person when I'm drunk. And um, yeah, it really does make me question like at what point, <laughs> where, like where, where where did I go so hmm. wrong? Yeah. Huh. All I can say is it's effective. I'm not recommending anyone else do it, but okay. if you wanted to, very effective. All right. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I think that might close up this episode. Oh, no, we have to ask a baseline. Yeah, so I've things. got a cut for a baseline. Um, and let's just go for the straight to the... Uh, straight to the middle? Yeah, straight, straight to, to the middle. Let's so, fuck baseline question. Will this podcast be at all successful? I think this looks like a person. I think it looks like death, actually. I think it looks like the Grim Reaper. Honestly, like that sounds like a really cliched answer, but it totally does. Looks like a dude carrying a big sigh. Big sigh. It means that they're going to reboot The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Oh my god, yes. And we're going to be too busy watching that. We're too busy watching that to record episodes. Because that show was good and not bad. That, or it means that we are both going to die because you are going to, again, get your head cut off by a trucker. Oh, yeah. That's the tranquility I find is. That is what's going to happen. It says one of the hosts is going to die. Done. And that's the. Like, it's not going to be good because you're going to try to replace me. I'll replace you with the kitten that lives here. My little kitten who lives here. We love them. Um, fantastic, Radio. Well, that's okay. fun. That's exciting. Well, thank you for listening to another thank episode so of Imogen and Harrison Predict the Future. Uh, thank you to That's Not Kind of Productions. Thank you so much, That's Not Kind of Productions. That's we great, really great. appreciate it. Um, and uh, thank you to Mummy Pastel. Mummy Pastel Magazine. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. We love you. Uh, love our you. podcast art was made by Hugh Hain. And our podcast theme song was done by Nicholas Godfrey. Um, and until next time, dear listener, we will see, see you, you in the repent to God. Is this a like running Easter egg? We're gonna I thought we we're going to. I thought it was supposed to be a running thing. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, and also, of course, uh, don't forget to send in any questions. To oh, yes, Instagram, Instagram, predictpodcast at gmail dot com. Sounds good. Fantastic. Bye, guys. So long. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 